Okay, guys. So it's me, Alex. I just want to heads up for this episode. This is part one of two. Uh, the second part of this episode is going to be on Eric's feed. That's my alchemical bromance. My alchemical bromance.com on iTunes and all the other places you can normally get it. I'll put a link directly to the episode in the show notes. So part one is going to be the show. Uh, we're doing a ritual at the end of it. Uh, so when we leave the house to do the ritual, that's where this episode ends. And then um, it's going to pick up on his show. If you don't feel like going to his feed, uh, wait a week and I'll put his episode up on this feed. But anyway, so yes, part one of two, uh, Alex and Eric try to summon a cartoon demon. Enjoy. <laughs> It's the Alex Cass. Come on, put on some cans. We're talking with a very distinct man. With Eric the guest and Alex the hoster. The show, it'll never end. It's the Alex Cass. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, that's perfect. You're using that. You're totally using Am that. I, I don't oh, yeah. know. I, I, um, I can't tell. I, I, when I try to do a falsetto, I can't tell how how where the line between funny and irritating lies because obviously i can't do one very well so i don't know you're not going to hit it in less than 20 seconds good yeah that's that's my concern because i i don't want to annoy people in in less in a joshing way so um so what are we doing tonight oh yeah um so yeah all right you know what this is going to be the alex cast intro because i already said okay i realized that um, over the course of the Alex cast, and I've been talking about esoteric and occult topics for the longest time, I never actually tried to summon any kind of like demonic entities on the show. And I feel like, how can I really say I did 300 episodes if I never actually tried to summon a demon live on the air? So I thought, well, all right, let's plug the equipment back in. I'll finally do the 300th episode featuring a demonic summoning. Who else to invite on the show? But Eric, the Arnamancy himself. So I'm here to help you summon a demon. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're here to summon a cartoon demon from the show Adventure Time. I feel like sometimes my life is a little bit like a cartoon, so I'm I'm okay with this. Yeah, and um, I feel like uh, that I just ground up bugs in my kitchen. So yeah, that was I've gross. Crossed, I've crossed the level. <laughs> so we should probably explain. Okay. Um, on the show Adventure Time, there there is a the Lord of the Nidosphere, which is their kind of like Ursat stand in hell. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a demonic entity called Hunson Abadir, which is the greatest name ever for a demonic entity. He's like a tall, ugly, purple guy wearing a suit. Yeah, he's he's got like a um, a, a kind of – if Gomez Adams were a professional sports team mascot. Or like a banker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a slightly shittier suit. But he's got yeah. like that kind of uh, – like, like if he thought he was suave, he'd be like that kind of like um, – uh, Spanish kind of suave, but yeah. he's actually just kind of gross. And, and he's a total psychopath. He's a total psychopath, and he uh, he had a uh, uh, kind of borderline, well, not borderline, yeah, borderline abusive relationship with his daughter, Marceline, the vampire <laughs> queen, uh, at one point. Uh, 
he stole her french fries. Uh, so in in the show, we can summon uh, Mr. Hunts and Abadir by drawing a stylized uh, smiley, smiley face. face on a wall, then uh, chanting an incantation. Do you know it off the top of your head? Um, I don't. We should probably look it up so we can write it down. I, I meant yeah. to do that. But uh, but first, you, you draw the smiley face. Yes. Then you splash bug milk on it. And then you say the then incantation. Then you do the incantation. Yeah. Correct. Um, so uh, just earlier, and we have audio of this, so maybe it's already been dropped in or we'll figure that out later. But we were in my kitchen in, in the apartment that I live in and the studio recording, the echo chamber. That's right. The room with the creepy door. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. made no... Sorry. That's a callback from... Six years ago on the show, I wasn't listening. No, to no one, no one. There's one person that maybe understands that reference. Oh, your stalker? Yeah, I don't think he listens anymore. Go well, on. that door in there, uh-huh. uh, the 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 wall on the way in is a door, and um, there used to be a handle on both sides, but on the outside of the door was where the lock was, so you could only lock it from the outside. Oh, so we're in a creepy... I like to call that a werewolf room. Yes, this yeah. was a werewolf room. It was also super, super echoey. So I called it the echo chamber. That's right, the room with the creepy door. That was the intro <laughs> for 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 the longest time. So anyway, um, I took a a very nice uh, uh, artisanal uh, coffee grinder and filled it with dried and salted bugs and ground it up and ground it up and mixed it with cow milk. Yeah, to do a summoning of a and cartoon now it, demon. It's steeping. It's steeping in the fridge. Yes. Yeah. So. So, all right, let's, we should probably talk about all the other stuff that we've done too. So like you. Well, let's, well, let's take a pause here. Just, okay. just mark, like, uh, if we had a producer, I'd make a high tone here so they can pull this audio. If ever you or, an, uh, you or I are convicted of a really heinous crime uh-huh. or at least brought to trial, I think we have very, very solid evidence to claim, you know, not guilty by reasons of insanity, <laughs> just because, because of what's happening right now and the fact that it's documented. Okay, please continue. Well, I was just going to say, like, I, I don't, I, I would argue against that because, uh, uh, you know, Dan Attrell, who's, who's one of my internet heroes at the moment, he's the, uh, I think he's younger than us. He's a younger guy who's getting his degree in Western esotericism at the University of Toronto. Ooh, wait, that's a real thing? Yes. It's oh, a that's real awesome. Thing. I know. There's a, there's like maybe six colleges that do it now. Oh, damn. I wish I, I knew about that. Yeah, me too. I mean, they, I don't they didn't have it when I went to college. Um <clears throat> but he's uh he just finished his translation of the Picatrix. But one of the things that he said once that I really loved is that ceremonial magic, ritual magic is a combination of prayer, performance art, uh and a third thing. Insanity. No. Prayer, performance art, and uh, I can't remember what the third thing is. Anyhow, performance art is part of it. So I think what we're doing right now is performance art combined with religion, right? So if the cops stop us and they're like, why are you waving weapons around in a public place and chanting things in fake ancient dead languages? We can be like, it's religion. Well, First Amendment. To be fair, it is actually not fake. Uh, it is it is proper Latin. No, it, it's really it's bad Latin. It's bad Latin. Really? Oh um, yeah. Beloso vobiscum uh, et cum spiritum. Yeah. Well, meloso is like bad. It's vobiscum not... is with words and with the spirit. I think that actually might be good Latin. Let's look it up. I looked it up. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. And it didn't seem like good Latin, but if you've got it, that's uh, that's that's the important part. We need to make sure that we memorize well i want to see what google translate says because i did take latin in high school and i do remember some of it and all those words seem like words but also it could have been written by someone who also took latin in high school remembered some words and then just kind of moshed them together much like bug milk meloso the biscum 
Yeah, actually, it is. It is really. Yeah. Meloso vobis. Oh, vobis. Yeah. It's... Weird. Actually, Meloso vobis cum spiritum shows up as like an actual thing. Maybe it's. Oh, no, no. That's. No, that's. It, it's. It's somebody mistyped it from, and it's referenced to it came from the Nidosphere. Oh. <laughs> so, um, okay. Let us, uh, let us go to uh, Google Translate to find out. Oh, so what else have we done? Uh, uh, uh. Okay, so we got the bug milk. But then um, I was thinking we should all, so, so, you know, one of the things we were talking about as we were planning this is, like, we should all watch the the episodes of the Nidosphere and with uh, Hunts and Abadir and that sort of stuff. So we also have Bananas. Because the Nidosphere creatures don't like bananas. Or well, the Nidosphere creatures shit bananas out of their ears. Yes. Yeah. Oh, or they puke them. Sometimes they puke Oh, do them. they? Oh, I don't remember that part. I okay. feel like every form of excrement that comes out of a Nidosphere creature is a banana. So basically, like, they don't want to go anywhere near bananas. And then also, um, we have uh, stuff. In case Hunts and Abadir shows up, we've got um, cold french fries. And a playlist of really sad Marceline songs. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and the the main of which is uh, the Daddy, why did you eat my fries? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, which, is, which is lovely. <laughs> okay. So now I really want to. All right. So, Meloso Viscum et Cum Spiritum, roughly translated to Evil Be With You and With Your Spirit. Uh, it's a play off of the Catholic liturgy, which is Dominus Viscum, Lord Be With You. And then the congregation responds, Et Cum Spiritus Tuo. Uh, and with your spirit yeah so um yeah so no it's it's good line except for meloso i think it's just uh it's evil they're trying to get evil lord out of meloso which Mm -hmm. i'm i'm okay with and keep in mind i'm saying i'm okay with very very uh you uh, know like literally and saying with 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 100 confidence given that i took two (laughs) years of high school latin over 20 years ago (laughs) so i'm pretty sure that i'm an expert well we're copying it directly out of the cartoon right so uh, all right, so the first time that Hunts and Abadir shows up is uh, is uh, season two, episode one, which is I don't know, I don't remember the na- the name. Well, of the uh, it came from the, introduced it, the, the Nidosphere portal was introduced in it came from the Nidosphere, uh, the episode, uh, which is season two, episode one. Yes, yeah. and um, so what happens in that episode is uh, Marceline plays the French fry song, you know, Daddy, why did you eat my fries, etc. Uh, and Finn is like, well, why can't you see your dad? And she's like, well, it's just so much work. First, you have to draw a smiley face, and you have to splash it with bug milk, and then you have to say these magic words. Um, but also, another thing that really that happens in there that I thought was really significant is, uh, so Finn draws the happy face sig- uh, sigil on a wall between these two candles, and when he says the words, the candles flare up. So I brought us some LED candles. Oh, very good. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, I was also thinking that since, uh, you know, this, like, I'm, I'm, I'm super curious, at, you know, so Adventure Time takes place, like, probably oh. fi- 1,500 years in the future or something. Uh, it's 1,000 years after the uh, Mushroom the War. The Great Mushroom War, but the Great Mushroom War happens about right now. So, so I think they're about, just about exactly 1,000 years in the future, because one point Marceline says, uh, so Hunts and Abadir, her father, says... Oh my! Li- you're just my little girl, and she says, "Daddy, I'm a thousand years old." And he mm-hmm. says, "I know, my little girl," because you know he's yeah he's infinite. Right. So I think I think we could safely say Adventure Time takes place, let's say, eleven hundred years from now, because all the technology good. there's no future technology from the time of the Great Mushroom War, and anytime you see it happen is about now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, or maybe even a few years ago. Uh, 
Yeah, but everything seems like it's right around now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so... Um, oh, we should also say the great mushroom. So in the show, for people that don't know the Adventure Time, this is going to be a rough lesson, but we'll try to keep up. <laughs> and so in the show, it takes place, it's like 1100 years in the future, and humanity has blown itself up uh, in a basically in a thermonuclear war. But there's an element of kind of that let magic back into the world, sort of. I think of. that there was some kind of special bomb, because it was the bomb that, the, the mushroom bomb is the one that let the lich out or created the lich or something. Right, and it's the one that um, gets stopped by the Ice King's crown in that alternate universe. Yeah. So, so yeah, but I think the idea is that it was just kind of the bomb. Exp- it was a conventional weapon that exploded near a thing that was uh, magical. Because uh, <clears throat> the be... idea, so the the, the the whole thing with with um, Adventure Time, and I, I think I've said this on the show before, is that it's the retelling the Mahabharata, and Finn, it is. Because it's every thousand years, it's just a different cycle. So this mm-hmm. is the past, you know, this is the the previous age being retold. So when the gods fought, that's the Mushroom War, mm-hmm. and Finn is Arjun. That's right, it. We, so, we did talk, we talked about this last time I was on it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and okay. Jake Jake being Krishna, like, you know, that's why he's his chariot driver in the, in, you know, the great battle. But anyway, the thing with Adventure Time is that they have these periodic uh, cataclysms that are like kind of, so there's there's been a uh, giant meteor that hit the world and that mm-hmm. caused the world of Ooh to happen. There was the mushroom thing. There's a, I forget what they call it, the comet of something. Oh yeah. But uh, it, it's a cyclical. Glob? Is it Glob? Yeah, I'm not sure. But it's a cyclical universe is the point of it. Right. And the show takes place in, you know, a thousand years from now, but, uh, you know, in like two iterations of the universe since then. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so just, sorry, just to keep the, the, the listeners somewhat caught up. Though after that explanation, maybe we should just go with it. And if they're lost, they're lost. You know, I feel like uh, any listeners who have been paying any attention have probably binged on Adventure Time. Yeah, I should hope so. I, I would hope so, too. And if if you haven't, listeners, dear listeners, if you have not, like, just smoked a shit ton of marijuana and sat down and watched as much Adventure Time as possible. I mean, there's, like, what, 10 seasons. So it, it takes a little while. Is it really 10? Yeah, every episode is, like... 10 to 15 oh, that's minutes right. yeah, long, that is 10 seasons. it's yeah, totally, yeah. it's a, it's a very rich and deeply developed world. Um, and we're just diving into one little part of it, the nightosphere. Yes. Um, all right. So, so since like the nightosphere stuff, like that's totally based on sort of, uh, like Western ceremonial demon summoning magic, especially as it's been kind of like popularized in the media. I, I, I sort of thought about it a little bit and I, um, dug out, uh, Joseph Peterson's latest uh, grimoire that he's translated, uh, which I have in my bag right here. Oh, cool! What uh, is there? Are there any relevant things we can we can read from? Uh, yeah, I think I made some. Oh God, is it in? Oh, I have to actually stand up. Oh, motherfuckers! <laughs> monologue, monologue. Though. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll sing another song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, Western ceremonial magic—that that is a point. We're summoning things. Oh, the other the other uh, kind of aspect of this is um, for the for the listeners at home, don't do what we're doing unless you know what you're talking about at least a little bit. Because here's here's the deal: is is this is very much we're joking and and it's fun and we're trying to summon a cartoon demon, but <laughs> that we've read a lot of books and done a lot of weird shit that allow us to do this jokingly. Um, maybe it's not a great idea to open up your soul to a cartoon representation of pure evil. Just, it's just, you know, just one of those warnings, you know, uh, like this is a side of cigarette pack things. You're totally going to look cool doing this, but you're probably going to get some kind of spiritual cancer. So, you know. Yeah. Or as yeah. they say in the Netherlands, Rokenes Dodelik. 
Oh, yeah, they do say that. What, what's that? <laughs> it means smoking is deadly. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> okay, so so Joe Peterson, who, if you follow the grimoire stuff, he's a, uh, a pretty well-known and well-liked, um, I guess, scholar of grimoires, and he finds all these old grimoires and translates them. And the latest one that he did is great because it's a witch's handbook. He basically spent all this time tracking down like a uh, a cunning man's handbook from the Inquisition. Like the, whoever whoever wrote and used these handbooks, they were all like killed, burned at the stake, executed for being yeah. witches and stuff. Uh, and when he started translating, it turns out that it's sort of like a dumbed down Key of Solomon sort of thing. So there's, you know, goetic demons and angels and sigils and necromancy and all this sort of stuff in here that's like way, way, way simpler than most of the other grimoires. And evidence seems to suggest that this was stuff that was actually used which is a great bridge you should totally get this book you would yeah no that sounds pretty rad so uh like the first thing in the grimoire is this um special special protective sigil that you're supposed to create that keeps uh keeps the demons out so i made myself one and i made you one oh thank you so this is what i was saying about the uh 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 Fumaras malt, because um, <laughs> I don't know how to say anything in Netherlandish, so I said it in bad French. Um, uh, yeah, that you should come prepared. In in this case, it, uh, uh, Eric prepared some some anti demon uh, sigil work, but in uh, in the case of the show, is you just say the incantation backwards, and I think throw some more milk, right? Yeah. Okay. So anyhow, keep this in your right pocket. Okay. Uh, do, now, now, am I keeping it in the, in the Zippo slash key pocket or the main pocket? Um, I have mine in the... So my pants have like a pocket that maybe was originally intended for pocket watches or change. And yeah, I that's what... Yeah, yeah. I keep it in that pocket. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's that's what I call the Zippo pocket. Yeah. Because it's perfectly sized for Zippo. But I'm going to have to take out a piece of my Jade Nephrite that's already in there. Maybe put both of them in there? Well, I'll put the Jade Nephrite in my main pocket. Okay. So so this one is... Um, it's a special sigil where it, it says... Uh, the hilarious thing is, so so it has the sigil. You can see it there, right? It's like a cross with an underbar and then a little some curly cues on the ends, and it talks about um, how you're supposed to draw the sigil. Uh, I didn't follow all the directions uh, exactly because it involves things like blood and skin and stuff. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, or carving it into a bloodstone, which I I've never done before. But wait, what exactly is a bloodstone? It's a heliotrope. It's a specific type of like uh, I think chalcedony. It's a like a dark black and red rock. Okay, no, but it actually is that. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. No, because I have a bloodstone somewhere of like the geological formation that they call a bloodstone. I wasn't yeah, sure if that's, that's the same is. thing that they're referencing because I've seen that referenced in other like you know I don't want to say grimoires, but like other random dumb shit I read. Because <laughs> yeah, I never I always totally read the people that totally write about those books instead of reading the original ones because I just yeah it's it's a little it's a it's a little dry for me when I, as being a non-practicer yeah. on that level this one is pretty good no, i think you would get a kick out of no, it. no that sounds good i mean like the original like direct oh, yeah. translation stuff which is really cool but like i'd rather somebody else read it for me and then tell me the cool shit <laughs> instead of being, just do the work for me because i'm well, not i'm that, not actually gonna practice it well that's what i'm here for exactly yeah so that is you're <laughs> you're my you're my de facto mage so um so the the hilarious thing is in this uh it has so the diagram like every time you make the sigil it has to be specific to a person and it talks about uh there are two spots on the sigil where you inscribe the initials of the person's name like their first name and their last name oh, okay and the initials they use are a and b which are your initials so okay i just got to use the one straight out of the book now um 
Are you sure you gave me the right one? Um, yes. Okay. Because I made I made them with different colored thread. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So you totally got the right one. We're we're, we're set. Yeah, because I would only have one of the correct initials, <laughs> and you as well, and in the wrong spot. This yeah. could be horrible. Our no, souls could get flipped I'm inside sure out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I, I've got mine. I've I've used mine already. So mine's mine's the older one that I've had around a while. Yours oh, is, good. Yours is the and, and what are the this this is an all purpose demon repellent. It's a it's a protection. It's an all purpose protection okay. sort of thing. And this whole book is kind of has to do with summoning demons and things. So it's it's sort of a protection for that. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. neat. Which, by the way, when you're done with that, let me read that because that sounds awesome. Okay, uh, yeah, I've 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 read it. You can you can totally borrow it. Oh, cool. Yes, I, that... I have to write my name in it because yes. it's protective of my book. Oh no, you. I am. Oh shit! And it's on a podcast now, so you can't like run away with it. Okay. Here's here's one thing. Like I am, I mean. I'm the lowest of the low in a lot of ways. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a human trash fire. But one of the things I will say is, is books will be returned. Okay. Is I will, I mean, we, our friendship could dissolve. Like, like it, it could be like you sleep with my wife. We could have lawsuits involved. It could be like the worst situation could possibly happen. And motherfucker, you're getting your book back. Cause I, books are <laughs> sacred and you don't. And the weird thing is when I borrow books, I have no expectation of ever getting them back. Yeah. Like I, um, I've given away now, uh, actually weirdly enough, magically enough, I've given away nine copies of Nine Stories by J.D. Salinger, which is like my favorite collection of short stories ever. And uh, yeah, I just, just give them to people. I'm like, I really like this book. You should read it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll get it back to you. I'm like, nope, that's yours. Cause, See, I'm, I'm yeah. really careful about about lending loaning books out now. I, I almost never do it, but I'll totally let you borrow this one. Yeah, I, I assure you I am trustable. Like, don't, right. you know, don't trust me near your girl. You know, don't trust me near your car. You know, don't trust, I mean, really near anything. Like, don't trust me in a podcast studio, you know, especially what I put in your wine. Or, um, <laughs> I think it was wine. You put wine in my I wine. I can't believe, I can't believe you fell for the whole switcheroo with the cups. <laughs> I think you're the one who fell for that. Oh, shit. No wonder I'm tripping balls. <clears throat> so, uh, so I also, so this is like my portable summoning kit. Oh, cool. What, uh, what, what's in there? Um, I made a, well, so there's a, uh, there's a crystal ball, a little tiny crystal ball. Oh, nice. Uh, mine's a, bigger. Well, I mean, this is my traveling crystal. Yeah. Ball. It's very <laughs> is that it's very still small. out? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> I actually forgot. Yeah, it's glass though. It doesn't count. And then I made a little stand for it that has these candle holders in it. And oh, that's I have cool. birthday candles that go in this are, are, Is yours actually crystal or is yeah, it glass? Yeah, it's a citrine crystal. Oh, that's cool. Can I see it? Yeah. Is that, is it, is it okay to touch? I know some people get as weird about I know. it. Okay. Uh, here. Well, no, it's it's up to you. Some people are like, "Dude, you get your psychic energy on it." Wait, I haven't actually used. Stuff. I haven't used oh, okay. that one yet. So. Yeah, the one I got is is um is glass, so it's just kind of shitty. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, an oh, actual that's cool. c- citrine. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I the um the glass crystal ball is really hard to scry with because it's too clear, so you mm-hmm. don't see anything with it. That's why I put it next to the salt lamp, so you can try to get some. Oh yeah. Try to get some like weird shit showing up in it i have a i have a slightly purple glass crystal ball that i use and i usually um put some kind of like flickering led behind it. yeah totally you need something yeah because it's too clear anyway so yeah so you got a crystal ball what else is in there uh i have a um birthday candles (laughs) birthday candles which are gold and sparkly and then this is a um a little john d medallion thingy that i got Ages and ages and ages ago. Can I see? Yeah. What is that bone on it or is that 
Oh yeah, the 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 beads on it are bone, and those are from some unrelated thing. I think they're Russian. I can't remember. That was cool. a, it's I've had that for a very long time. So the the, so the John D thing is is um. It's like a Enochian table of practice. Of yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah, it's Enochian letters across the top, and then a whole bunch of those um, what are those math tables called? Magic squares. Magic squares. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then a couple of uh, weird like sigilly things. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. I had I had like a weird John D fascination for a while. Um, so I, I read a couple of his biographies and you know mm-hmm. stuff of his work, and like I got like really really into it. And then um, I found out about that story about how like him and Ned, uh, it, it, not Ned Kelly, um, uh, Edward, Edward Kelly. Kelly. Um, Who's Ned Kelly? I think he's I think he's like a gangster or something. Um, I think he's an Australian gangster, but. Um, how they, they like the angels eventually told them the wife swap and mm-hmm. like it ruined their lives. I was like, oh, this went weird. And I'm like, ah, just yet again. It's yeah, you're not talking to angels. It just, you know, I was saying this with uh, the last episode I had Keats on where, um, look, just because you don't have a body doesn't mean you're trustable. It's right. one of the, like the first, it's one of the lessons you should learn. It's like, yeah, just because you're talking to me without like a fucking mouth doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, you're the being of light and wonder. I mean, you could just be some strange coyote or Loki up there just messing with you. Yeah, for sure. Or just, you know, a, ghost alex where it's just i just come down to like just mess with your shit <laughs> <laughs> so uh so so the ritual Back oh wait, wait ritual. before that is that the, that's the end of your, your your summoning box yeah i mean i've got you know my normal kit full of stuff i brought a first aid kit oh good just in case you know yeah you know and and uh does that have like a soul patch in there <laughs> well i mean you know the the thing about like a defibrillator is it it really fails oh, okay but when it does nobody is shocked Ah, I see what you did there because because it's a defibrillator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't have a defibrillator. Yes. I I uh, I don't have a lie detector either. That's cool. It's a really bad pond. Defib you later. Oh, that's. <sighs> it's painful. Yeah. And that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Because when they show up, I used to I used to not say those out loud. <laughs> But then I realized I'm doing the show to amuse myself for the most part, so it's... It I feel is... like puns like that are why this, this show isn't coming back for a second season. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this episode the... 300's all the way down. Yeah, it's, it, well, it's actually somewhat true. Um, I also realized I, I um, bought some caffeine pills with theanine and, and, and uh, MCT oil in it to attempt to be awake because my sleep habits are garbage. And I have to tell you, I am a million degrees right now. <laughs> What are I, MCT? And... It's a medium chain triglyceride. Huh. Uh, it's it's basically just like a fatty acid. So if you take caffeine with a fatty acid, it helps you. It just absorbs better. And huh. uh, theanine is the stuff in tea that makes it relaxing, even though it's a caffeinated drink. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, uh, theanine is great to go to sleep with. Theanine, like if you're like kind of like theanine and five HTP are often paired together, so that's kind of you feel nice and warm and relaxed. But the point is. Holy crap, I am burning up. I haven't had a fucking caffeine pill in a long time. I'm like, Jesus shit. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a caffeine pill. That I don't recommend exciting. them. I mean, they're kind of awesome, but like <laughs> I uh I wasn't expecting the uh the the thermogenic reaction. Uh and then the other thing I brought, so I, I have the I brought a tarot bat cuz we Oh yeah. We talked about like I'm I'm still so how are we going to I guess we don't know entirely where we're going to do the ritual, and we might not want to. We might not want to reveal on the podcast where we do the ritual, but 
wherever we do it, are we going to try to carve the happy face on the ground or are we just going to use the drawing that you made and like pin it down? Well, that's what I was thinking. So I think we go to the place that we were worried about being too busy to not uh-huh. name it. Okay. And there's there's a little power transformer there, a little square thing that we yeah. can easily just tape it to that. Okay. Because then it's, you could thermal milk it, it's fine because uh-huh. it's obviously waterproof because it's an outside thing. Yeah. It's a good height and it'll be after dark, so it should be empty. Okay. Okay. And if it's not, we can go to one of the other things around here. That we here. talked about. That yeah. We discussed. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I don't think that's going to be too much of a problem. Okay. And then, um, so, so you've got a wooden sword. Yeah. And I have a tarot bat. Which we should probably explain what a tarot bat is, since that's not a thing. <laughs> and you can't just keep saying the words tarot bat. I feel like it is a thing now. I okay, mean, so, yeah, but also that could easily be origami tarot cards in the form of a bat, much like an origami swan. It's true. Yeah. So instead, what it is, is it's an actual baseball bat. Um, and a friend of mine took uh, Sorter Tzadkiel's Rotatero, and he shuffled the deck, and he drew the cards randomly, and and he plastered them, I guess decoupaged them all over the bat, and sealed it with polyurethane, and wrapped it up. The bat's painted gold underneath. I think it's a wooden bat, but I'm not sure. It might be yeah. aluminum. I have no idea. All I know is it's a bat covered in tarot cards. Yeah, so, which is which is pretty rad. Yeah. I, I did. What what deck is that? It's the Rota Tarot. Um, it was made by Sorter Tzadkiel, who lived in town for a little while. Oh, that's that lady. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard her name out loud. Oh, yeah, she's gone um, now. Yeah. I mean, she still lives, but she's in Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it, it might as well be dead. Yeah. Uh, she'll be back. Yeah. Also, I know nothing about Memphis. I just, I, you just take shots at the other place. It's how comedy works. <laughs> well, there's that Paul Simon song that sings about Memphis a little bit. Yeah, but there's also Walking in Memphis, which is one of the worst songs ever written. There's also, isn't there like a um, Jarmusch film about memphis oh there might be james jarmusch i don't know i that was a long time ago that, yeah nobody nobody knows about that anymore uh so i think that's kind of what we're gonna do we're gonna go to the spot yeah all right so wait we didn't we didn't solve the bat versus sword uh, conundrum which which do you think is because as much as the show is a sword but i feel like the bat is more i mean it's all it's got magical stuff on it well here's the thing right so hudson abadir shows up and then he's like, I'm going to suck everybody's souls out. And his head turn, turns into a giant demon butt yeah. face. And every time he sucks a soul out through his weird vagina butt crack mouth, yeah, uh, it goes into a soul sack under his chin. Um, and when Finn gets rid of him, he basically opens the portal to the nightosphere using the same ritual or saying it backwards or whatever. And then... Slices open the soul sacks and Hudson Everdeer is sucked back into the nightosphere. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, either one of our tools is going to be just fine. I also have a pocket knife, which I'm sure it can cut open some soul sacks. Yeah. Uh, but not, neither of us has some sort of demon sword. Yeah. So I'm thinking we should probably let's use the let's use the tower bat as much as I'm I'm okay. a fan of. Uh keeping things like you know to to the actual ritual uh-huh. but like the ritual doesn't have a, a, a I, my bad my uh my sword is a japanese uh uh bokan you know practice sword that's made out of wood that i yeah. bought for like 20 bucks on amazon it's about <laughs> the least magical thing you could possibly think of though now that i think about it it's not like oh no did, does finn he doesn't have the demon sword the first time he summons i think he's he got does the, he's got the demon sword it's the the red one with the weird no, he Sir. doesn't get that to like season three. Oh, I swear he has a demon sword in. No, because that's season three or four. Because that's where he goes to his dad's dungeon is where he gets it. That's his dad's sword. 
Oh. The first okay. one, I think he's got the sword that he found on the train in that one episode. The one with like the, the uh, kind of oaky handle. Yeah, that, that could be it. Either way, it's still a sword. So, yeah. 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 I, who, who, I mean, we have to decide. Um, and before we go, I think we should find on YouTube the actual scene where he gets banished to make sure we have that right. Yeah, I feel like that's something really important. We got to yeah. make sure that we know how to banish Hudson Abadir. I think he just well, says the spell again. I don't even think it's backwards. I don't think it's backwards either. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, like uh in real life demon summoning sort of stuff you don't usually get a demon that shows up in like a physical demon yeah so there you know it might manifest as a possession it might manifest as an idea it might manifest in the imagination like we don't really know what's going to happen yeah there's also there's the other side of this too is and this is a good thing for you, 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 you newbies to the to the world of the occult and the esoteric. Archangel Michael's not going to answer you. Go, go, go further down the ladder. They'll listen. Yeah. Don't go, don't go for the top high fucking boss. And, and what we're doing here is very much that we're literally summoning the king of a fake hell. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the fake king of a fake hell. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's that's the thing is uh, there's also you know our our success rate is I'm not to say that I don't have hope here. But we're really aiming really damn high. Like we, we probably should have summoned like that that guy that got them out of the cell the one time they were in the night of sphere. You know, like that oh, demon. Yeah, yeah. the like, one just, who's like, I, I'm off the clock here. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, just the, the lazy laid back dude. Yeah, that's that, that's probably a little bit more the speed we're at. Yeah. Well, either way, I think this is going to be a uh, a fun experience, and um, hopefully, we'll learn something about the. We're not going to learn it. We're not going to learn anything. But you know, at least we get to use a bug milk. It is true. And yeah. I just, it's, I can't stress enough how gross that was. Yeah. I mean, at least they weren't living bugs. That's true. I wouldn't have done it with living bugs. It was um, pretty gross though. Yeah. Now living bugs would have, would have crossed the line. Cause I am, I am vegetarian, uh, or for the most part, I, you know, I'm, I'm flexitarian cause I have fish sometimes. I don't know what the fuck. Do, words hold are. on a second. Hold yeah. on a second. Do you feel like fish are are more okay for vegetarians or less okay for vegetarians than bugs are? I think fish are less okay. Because they're bigger? I, I, for me, it, it kind of equates to intelligence. Uh-huh. So there's some fish that are pretty fucking smart. Not smart, but like they're, you know, they show like, you know, there's like a personality to them. I, that's, that's an extreme. stretch, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's like, there's a, there's an animating spirit to them. Okay. Except for like, you know, really low down the list of like, you know, some, you know, some, whatever i don't know goldfish or something. you know whatever like minnows just, yeah like they, yeah they basically just seem like they just nonsense bullshit like <laughs> and which is also why i like i don't eat chicken on purpose but if i'm in a situation where it's like exponentially more convenient to eat chicken than to get something else i'll eat it because chickens just seem like fucking idiots like, they're just dumb shit land yeah, fish you know they're still uh, velociraptors yeah, maybe in their original form, but in the like, a, like I actually prefer like you know Tyson Farms ultra processed kept in cages their whole life because they're basically just zombies, and I don't really <laughs> feel bad taking their life. You know, it's it's worse if they're like pasture raised because it's like no, they had a good life and then you chop their fucking head off. You it kind of makes me think: should we be using like chicken broth instead of bug milk? No. Okay. Bug I mean, milk. It I is. mean, it says bug milk. I mean, and we we gave the closest approximation of bug milk that can be made in the United States. Yeah, that's true. Because I do say, uh, so we tried to find actual cockroach milk, 
which is a thing. And there's tons of stories about, well, not tons, but I read like, you know, New it's York like, Times or something like had a story a about thing. it. It's, it's, yeah. I think it, that we'll probably have cockroach milk on the market in, in the next five years, but right yeah. now it's not, you can't actually buy it. Well, they say, they, they say the, um, it's, you know, the future of milk because it's a lot like less uh, resource heavy to make than, than cow milk. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is, if we were in South Africa, we could get bug milk. If we were in South Africa, we could get quaaludes, and then we probably wouldn't be worrying about any of this stuff. Yeah, that's true. And you could probably find that Diane word lady, because I find her very attractive. Um, D. D. Antwort. Is it, oh, is it? What is it? D. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. That's okay. It's like, it's it's Afrikaans. Oh, I thought it was die. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you are wrong. It I'm looks, just pointing out that I thought it was die. Yeah, uh, it yeah. looks like die, but yeah. it's, a, it's an Afrikaans word. Yeah, well, that's, that's what you'd say it in German, but I... Uh, for some reason, I just thought in Afrikaans, he said, die. Yeah. It's just, eh. Either way, the lady, she's uh, she's nice on my eyeballs, even though she's really super weird looking. But, you know, just... you know, see my style. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have imagined that you liked weird things. Yeah, no, it's really shocking. So yeah. is it time? Should we? It's time for our expedition, I think. Uh, adventure time? It... Come on, grab your friends. Yeah, I only... it's just the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let me hit pause here. All right, guys, that's it. That is the end of part one, though. Uh, I'm going to drop in the audio we recorded while we're making the bug milk because uh, I don't know why you'd want to listen to it. So just end here and listen to Eric's show, My Alchemical Bromance, to hear part two. Yes. Okay, we're going to grind the bugs. We're going to make the bug milk. So we're, we're in my kitchen, and we've got a, we've got a tin of uh, Orthoptera mix, which is a mix of uh, various things from the Orthoptera family. What is the Athopter family? Well, it features grasshoppers, crickets, something I don't know what it is, and some other thing. Maybe there's a list on here. Yeah? There isn't. Okay. So it's basically just... Well, so it's it's so cooked it's a, and dehydrated with a light dusting of salt. So it's a can, and when you open the can, there's yeah, a, little a little plastic baggie full of bugs. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then... see, there's a cricket. <laughs> I recognize that. Yeah, there's pictures of it. So that's a, that's a grasshopper. That's a cricket. Uh-huh. That's a something. I don't know what those two are. So you're going to put these into your coffee grinder. Well, yeah, so I bought this coffee grinder. Specifically for bugs. No, I bought it a while ago to get, like, a uh, grind for the French press, like uh-huh. a nice, really thick grind, uh, uh, coarse grind. Yeah. But it it, um, it didn't work any better than my than my electric one. So it's just so, an extra coffee So grinder. it's just been sitting there because uh, I'd already... Cool. I'd already coffeed it up, and I thought returning it wouldn't work, so... This is going to be so gross. Yeah, it is going to be gross. <laughs> Okay, we can take turns with this. So you don't have to no, no, that. I got it. I got it. Okay, and unless then, unless you actually want to, but I I I'm I'm stoked for. It. I think partially, I just want didn't want to do it without you here. Okay, so so does it grind into the little cup yes. At the okay. um, seeing things fall through, so things are happening. Okay, and then what kind of milk are we going to mix this? With? I have I have cow milk. I purchased cow some milk? cow okay. milk. Cow milk and ground bugs. Yeah, I also right. have I also have oat milk. But I think I thought I bought the cow milk specifically for this because I thought I think that would work the best because I get the impression in Adventure Time that the bug milk comes out of a bug. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so it's like yeah. post-apocalyptic giant aphids or something that get. Milk. Or just I mean, they, they cockroach milk is a thing that exists and we're moving towards. It's just yeah. it's really hard to purchase. And is it going to be something where we actually milk a cockroach or is it? Gonna yeah, be... I think so. Ugh. Cockroaches are one of the few non-mammalians that you can... Actually, I think... You, here, give this a try, because this is a really awful feeling. You should you should feel it a couple times. Oh. Yeah, right? That's yeah. like a really gross... It's, that is not like coffee beans. Yeah, no, it's like really unpleasant. <laughs> oh, and it's just making this bug powder? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
I'm going to. There's got to still be a bunch more. In there. Yeah. Let's just go until you run out. <laughs> Get nice bug powder. Okay, so uh, it's really important that when we do the ritual, yeah. you only use half for the summoning. Because if Hunt's Navadier shows up and we have to send him away, we have to do the ritual a second time. Is that how you do it? Or do yeah, we need that? In the first in the first time he shows up, yeah. uh, they have this whole thing at the end where Finn tricks him. And then he, does, he opens the portal a second time and sends him back to the night. Okay, because there's also the other... Ooh, that smells really unpleasant. Um, there's also that one with uh, the, the, the demon that uh, Joshua made the sword out of his blood. Yeah. And Joshua has a, has a vanishing thing with, like, uh, I don't remember, something with the word Rama in it. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't watch that one. It's season four or three-ish. Okay. How's it looking? It's so, so much in there. Oh, there's a lot of bugs in there still. Okay. You want me to take a turn for a little while? Um, that's all right. Okay. I just, it, as I Oof. said, this is not a, a great uh, grinder. Yeah, it does go that way. <laughs> I wonder if I can, I should, um, just like an adjustable thing, you know, loosen it up a little bit. Make it a larger chunk? Yeah. Oof. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem to be doing anything like this, right. so. Well, you might need something to press them down into the grinding. Yeah, I was thinking too. that. But I just really didn't want to do that. Well, I guess... Oh, oh God. Ah, <laughs> uh, the things we do for science. As long, as long as you don't breathe in, it's not too bad. Oh, I really should have gotten the protein bar. Yeah. Bug milk. This is bug milk. Well, the, the protein bar was, like, very food-looking, and I just... I didn't think it was very, like... I don't know. It just didn't, it just seemed too easy. Yeah. You know. So if we're gonna try summoning a, you know, a, a fake demon from a cartoon, we need to do it the you know a difficult way. Yeah, I think we gotta really get some reality ground up in there. Why don't we just pour in that and then just a whole bunch of live bugs on top? Because it's taking forever and not really doing anything. Unless you think that'll change the the. Um, no, I suspect uh, any amount of bug at all. Pour in the powder first. Let's see how much we got. I think that might be enough. You can just keep the rest of those bugs for your future for my, experiments. I'm, I'm going to throw them out into the garbage. My first thought was, I was like, I'll try one. They're, they're for human consumption. Uh -huh. uh, but then I, when I opened it, I'm like, no, that's totally fucking gross. Oof. So, yeah, that, that's good? I think that's good. Okay. It's fucking gnarly. Those are gross. That's gross. It really is. Um, <laughs> I wish we could have gotten the cockroach milk. When you when you told me about it and I, I looked it up, I was very excited about the possibility. It's, it's impossible to find. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not ready yet. They're, they haven't tested it to see if it's like... Okay. We better put the milk in there and let it soak. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I got some genuine 2% reduced fat or 37% less fat than regular milk. Oh, that's cool. I think the bugs would appreciate that. Well, I actually had this thought when in the supermarket of what percent milk I should get, and I was thinking that I shouldn't get whole milk because it's lactic acid, which is very cowy. Like it's uh -huh. like I felt like less fat would be more bug-like. I don't know what made me think, but it just full fat well, felt like because uh, they've reduced the cowness of it, right? So there's there's a potential yeah. for otherness to be in there. I just oh god. Alright, so we're making some cockroach juice. What do you oh, think about that's probably good, right? Right there, about right there? there. Yeah, yeah we. Keep, I'll use the, my my metal chopstick for okay. for for mixing. Do you have a good lid for it so we can? I do. I have I have this right there, which is a. 
Yeah, that looks delightful. You know, if you think of it as cocoa, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not that gnarly. Like, it's just like, you know, that you've ever read like really, really good cocoa that like yeah. basically just sucks to make because it doesn't actually mix into anything because it's made of like proper chocolate. Yeah, usually you use hot milk for that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is this is what it, it feels like. All right, so let's put the cap on there. Um, Fridge? Yeah. Okay. It's an essential ingredient. We're not going to forget it. No, no, no. Plus, you don't want that in your fridge. Not particularly. Okay. So that was the bug milk. That was bug milk. This is gross as promised. <laughs>